Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Luke chapter 2, verses 39 and 40. Yesterday we talked about the prophetess Anna. The day before that we talked about Simeon. Both of them were awaiting the Messiah's coming and were witnesses to that actually happening. Some interesting thoughts connected to all that. If you haven't listened to those podcasts, I'd encourage you to. And before we get into today's, I just want to say thank you to the family leader who is our 2022 Daily Dose Devotion sponsor. You can learn more about them in the announcements after this podcast. Check out what they're doing and thanks to the family leader for their support. By the way, if anybody else is interested in sponsorship opportunities, we've got a broadcast, we've got the Conversations podcast and plenty of ways that we could work you into our sponsorship portfolio as well. You can email us at info at christiancrusaders.org if you're interested. Let's look at verse 39 and 40. And when they had performed everything according to the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee to their own town of Nazareth. And the child grew and became strong filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. This is another one of those passages that I think we can just blow over and go, man, nothing really seems that significant about those verses, so we're going to move on to something more interesting. But if we pause and think about this for a second, there's quite a few things to discuss here. One, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, Luke has been pretty meticulous to make it very clear to us that Jesus' parents performed, quote, everything according to the law of the Lord when it came to Jesus after his birth. And there might be multiple reasons for this, but one of the things it's really important for us to get from that is that in the wisdom of God, according to his redemptive plan for the world, he didn't just bring this rogue solution out of nowhere. It totally fit the structure and the system that he set up in the Old Testament. And when Jesus came, he didn't really deviate from the system as it was in place at all. Now, the Pharisees, the scribes, the teachers of the law, the chief priests, they're all going to reject him because ultimately he's going to usher in a new covenant whereby people who are outside of the family of God, outside Outside of the people of Israel, outside of the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob are going to be welcomed into the family through faith. And these things ruffle the feathers of the who's who among Jewish people. But Jesus himself said that he did not come to abolish the law, but to fulfill the law. And if he's going to come as the law fulfiller, when we say the law, we're talking about the Old Testament law, Moses, the Ten Commandments. If he's going to be the law fulfiller, then it's important for him from his birth to partake in the things that were prescribed by the law up to that point. Now, some of that's going to change as the new covenant is ushered in, and that's where the rub comes with the Jewish leaders. But it's not like God brought some maverick on the scene who from day one is just upsetting the apple cart and doing things totally different, rejecting the Jewish customs and traditions. To the contrary, he comes from within them and fulfills everything according to the law of the Lord. Something else that's interesting, if you just stop and dwell on it, when God decided on a plan to redeem humanity, he didn't just plop a guy who was 20 or 30 or 50 or 80 years old onto earth, fully developed as a man. He came as a baby. And it seems obvious, but this passage reminds us that he had to become strong. He had to be filled with wisdom. He wasn't already full of wisdom. He wasn't already strong. And so that asks a bunch of questions that scripture doesn't answer. When did Jesus know that he was the Messiah? Did he have some kind of a sense as soon as he was born? Was it when he was eight? Another set of questions. Was math easier for him than other kids? Was he better at baseball than all the other guys? We have very little information 
information about Jesus' childhood. We're going to, in the next section, see a scenario from when he was 12 years old, but very little from his growing up years except for what's right here in verse 40. And at least one of the reasons that scholars believe, and I believe, that God had Jesus come as a baby and start from conception rather than start from 40 years old is because of what we see in Hebrews 4.15. Here's what that says. For we do not have a high priest, this is referring to Jesus, who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. So in order for Jesus to have the full human experience, and that is one of the great mysteries of the Christian faith, how can Jesus be fully God and fully man? In order for him to have the full human experience, he has to start as an embryo in the womb. And he was tempted in every way that we are, from birth until death, yet he was without sin. Now you're going to think this is a little too harsh of me, but I remember when our kids were just infants, just newborns, and invariably we'd be at church or at Walmart or somewhere and one of our kids would be in the baby seat and someone we knew would come up and say something like, oh my goodness, they are just so precious. Look at that perfect baby. And I would oftentimes respond, perfect. If you consider being stained to the core with sin and on a one-way track to hell, unless Jesus Christ intervenes perfect, then yeah, they're perfect. And usually my wife would roll her eyes or the person who stopped to say hi would kind of say, whoa, I didn't mean to start a big theological discussion here. Just saying that your kid's cute. But my point remains, if you ever want evidence that original sin is real, look at kids. Look at babies. What's amazing, Jesus was a baby. Jesus was a kid. He was tempted in every way that we are to be selfish, to be self-absorbed, to think that the world revolves around you. Me, me, me. I, I, I. Mine, mine, mine. Right now, or I'm going to throw a tantrum. He was tempted in every way that we are, even as a baby, yet he was without sin. That's incredible. And as we know, that is also a key to his unlocking our access to the Father. For if Jesus wasn't perfect, if he wasn't without sin, then God's righteous requirements of the law still have not been met. If Jesus' sacrifice was all for naught, and there is no righteousness to be attained by faith in Christ. So we're still enemies of God. But Jesus was without sin. Jesus did perform everything according to the law of the Lord. And through faith in him, we receive those things, despite our inability to accomplish them on our own. That's the gospel, friends. Praise the Lord. Thanks for tuning in and have a great day. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, share with a friend, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which is aired on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader, God Design 3 social institutions to shape our lives the family the church and government at the family leader they're bringing all three together to honor god and bless our neighbors learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com that's thefamilyleader.com we also want to highlight two ministry partners first is the cedar falls bible conference whose conference videos and schedule events are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com and please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference from saturday july 30th through saturday august 6th in 2022 second if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.